0: Thank you, Aaron. Here we go with the Crowley, Sherry Ellinger show. You coming along with the ride? Much appreciated. Mokosu Casino Resort text line. That's the place to be heard. You are not just some person driving around screaming at the radio. Your voice matters to us. One triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. Ooh, what's that buzz? I wonder what's happening. Diving A And now the news. The top headline comes from John Curley and Sherry Aleker. Yes. Here we go. Top headline. Sherry? Yes. Wow. (laughs) what's the background. She whiz. Well, this is, I think, what you thought was going to be the case. The Kansas City fan, the three that were found dead, you suspected some foul play in this. Just didn't make sense for people that don't know what happened. These guys were all watching the, the uh, game, the football game. Then they went in and they watched Jeopardy. And then somehow, some way, no one knows how, three guys are found outside, uh, frozen to death. And when the owner of the house was well, yeah, I don't know, how that happened. Well, the guy is now through so much depression and so much attention and stuff, he's checked himself into rehab. The guy that owned the house was known as the chemist. We didn't know this part of it, but we knew that he had worked, I think, for the government working on something for HIV. HIV. Yeah. But he was also really well known for his sort of ability to kind of concoct various drug combinations. So now it seems like after the autopsy, we know a little bit more. Here is the story. I'll give you this and then you a good chance to comment on the other side, as they say. A lot of times I'm hearing that David, Clay, uh,
1: David Clayton and Ricky – we're like brothers Jordan was kind of off on the side mm-hmm. true Jordan's a chemist bro Jordan's what? Jordan's a chemist they all knew him as that mm-hmm. it was easy for them to go have fun but he <laughs> up. he made a mistake Jordan was the chemist he, he's a scientist right he does what he needs to do now to use my cousin my best friend as a guinea pig no what about Alex Lee? what do you know about him? I know him. Yeah? Any any idea that he
2: might have brought drugs? I don't
1: know. No? Jordan had him. Jordan was one. So you don't think any more attention should be paid on Alex Lee? Alex Lee is a good man. He's a good man. Mm. Um, Alex Lee is a solid. He was one of their best friends forever. Jordan is somebody that is known from high school as like creating drugs for people to make them feel better in certain situations okay well uh, you want to do this okay I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make this for you I'm gonna make this for you I'm gonna make this for you and handing them out hmm. the police are doing their job if it takes time it takes time Ooh. I will never tell them they're not This guy's profound. not doing what they should be doing hmm. they're doing the best they can it takes time Okay
0: all right
1: because
3: it went- it
0: takes time to listen to this guy. okay <sighs> no patience.
2: So that's the cousin of right. one of the dead guys and Jordan, the chemist they keep referring to is the
0: one that checked himself into rehab, exactly. but now at this point, if they can say, well, you made these drugs, you gave these drugs, these guys took these drugs, then you're going to get him for a second degree or manslaughter or something like that. didn't intend to kill but created and mixed these things up so they're going to be able to go get that guy. So that's how well- it seems to have the end of the story.
3: Well, maybe, maybe not. Uh Keep in mind, the police blew it on this because they let him go. They let him move out of the house. So any kind of evidence that they might have had is gone, probably. Mm -hmm. So if they wanted to find that, you know, his drug making paraphernalia or whatever it was that he did to concoct all this stuff, they don't have that anymore. So. The defense will say, just like that guy said, well, what about that fifth guy that they talk about that was watching Jeopardy? What if he brought the drugs in? How do you know it was him? So, you know, and it's so suspicious. He moves out of the house and then he immediately checks into rehab saying, I know I have a problem, giving him some kind of cover like he was just so drug addled or he was passed out. He didn't know that any of these guys were walked out on his you know, back porch and Mm -hmm. passed out and froze. So I, I don't think it's 100 percent a slam dunk unless he please, you know, a, has a plea deal that gets him out of this thing uh, by admitting it or gets him a lesser sentence by admitting it.
0: Right. Because they can't fund the evidence on the thing and they don't have anybody that could testify because all three of those guys are dead. But so they do. It's all yeah, hearsay. Yes. I mean, right.
3: that, that guy just was hearsay. I mean, you can say all day long that he was the chemist in high school or whatever. Well, he's 39 years old now. You can't prove that he's still doing that unless you've got somebody that, you know, has some kind of evidence against these three particular guys. Yeah. So –
0: <clears throat> You've been on this story, Sherry, for a while. I know it's taken an emotional impact <laughs> and toll on
3: you. I'm probably too close to it, yes. <laughs> That's all right.
0: You'll have to wait for Dateline on this one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, hey, speaking of Kansas, well, Kansas is in the news. Topeka is calling all immigrants who are eligible to work to come to town, and they'll pay you money for this thing. Kansas has uh, had a bunch of investigations since 2022. Apparently, a whole bunch of legal immigrants go to Kansas. Nobody wants to be in Kansas. Kind of a, eh, sort of a nothing-nothing state. People that live there, oh, I love it. But it doesn't have the best, <laughs> doesn't have the best PR for itself. Um, so now they're advertising. How much money are they going to pay you?
3: Well, they're not going to pay you to go there, but they have about 6,600 open jobs. Yeah. So if you are, it's not like they're saying, okay, bring us everybody where you've been dropped off in these sanctuary cities, let's have all those people. What they're saying is, if you have a, a right to work in this country, you've been through that process, they would love to have you come there. So they provide a lot of services. They say a large, well, not a large percent, but probably about uh the... the the, the Hispanic population has grown about 25 percent in the last decade. Um, they have a lot of learning programs for English and for other skills. So it is a a, a welcoming place for someone that is allowed to uh, work in this country, not just for anybody.
0: Yeah, but Kansas, I'm just reading about the number of times ICE has gone in there and caught all these different Corporations from McDonald's to other uh, places that just needed to hire somebody, trying to find somebody, they sued a bunch of them and they caught a bunch of the people that were working in bars and restaurants and fast food, housekeeping and stuff like that. Because the employers are like, we're not really looking or it's a fake social security number or something because they're so desperate to get anybody. It's like, and sure, here's a job for you. So they're trying, they're starting a social media sort of campaign. They're taking a million and some dollars in Topeka, and they're putting it out there to try to tell everybody, hey, come to Kansas, come work in Kansas. Look at all these great jobs we have. You get to work in Kansas. But in the meantime, they're hiring whoever they possibly can, and many of them are legal immigrants, and the people just sort of look the other way to get somebody to flip the burgers. So there you go. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: That's uh, the NSA, by the way, is collecting the data on you, Sherry. In uh, Utah, there is a gigantic black, silver, almost windowless building. It's huge. It contains every piece of metadata on every single American, from phone calls to emails to text messages to searches, to everything. It's all collected there in this giant NSA warehouse that have all of these servers that are constantly going all the time. And the air conditioning thing is always running in order to keep the servers cool as it collects everything that we say or do on the Internet. And there it all is. And we may find out that the federal government is taking money and then buying data from data collectors so every time you go on instagram and you look at something or you like something that creates a data set point that oh this guy likes brown shirts okay well then here's this guy he's this tall he's this old he lives here anybody want to talk to anybody that wants to buy brown shirts and somebody goes i'll take that so the people that sell brown shirts go ooh, i can advertise right to that guy so all of your data is collected by a group And then sold to private companies, publicly owned companies that want to sell you stuff. Well, the government takes your money and buys from data collectors data on you. It's all kept. There's no search warrants on this thing. Um, Senator from Oregon, Wyden, has been on this thing for a while now. He thinks it's terrible that they're able to collect all this stuff. And that's just the federal government. That's NSA just making sure they're going to keep you all safe.
3: Well, also, this is something that was pointed out, which is that there's not uh, any uh, current law or judicial opinion that intelligence agencies need to obtain a court order to acquire access, use of info that is equally available for purchase to foreign adversaries or U.S. companies. So this data is not something that is private or whatever. It is it is up for grabs. For anybody that wants to to pay for it, yes. So if they want to pay for it, why is that any different than a foreign country wanting to pay for it?
0: I think because it's the government getting it, and for what purpose? You're right. There is that kind of weird um, loophole. I don't really like that word, but it's so there's, there's an opening in there. It's like, well, well, hold on. If Joe Schmo company can court purchase it, why can't the federal government purchase it? But for what purpose is the federal government purchasing it to maintain it and to hold it to sort of know where you are? Like For instance, they were tracking, the CDC was uh, buying data. They denied it at first, but later on had to admit that they were tracking data of people's cell phone usage because they wanted to see how many people were obeying the master, um, that is the federal government, telling where you can go, where you can't go, are you staying at home, where are you moving around. So They were buying data to show cell phone pings to determine how many people were obeying Uh, the Biden administration, and whether or not you were staying at home and staying safe. So they were doing it then to see if it was working. They do it now. It's the data that they're collecting on on all of us.
3: Right. But
0: let me ask you, does any of this bother you? No, none of it. Mm
3: -mm.
0: Does it bother you? Because yesterday or two days ago, the guys from the corporate folks, right? So you had um, uh, Snapchat was there. You had um, Meta was sitting there, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the guy from um, TikTok, all sitting there, and they were getting yelled at, right? Mm -hmm. And here's a suggestion. How about this? You just can't use social media if you're under the age of 18.
3: How, how, are you gonna, how are you going to regulate that?
0: Here's how you regulate it. Just like you regulate everything when it comes to kids under a certain age, you regulate it where they just can't have access to it. And you say, well, how can you do that? Well, you can't purchase a phone and you wouldn't be able to purchase the data. You wouldn't be able to purchase an app um, and the parent would be held responsible and you would not be able to have the kid have it. Because here's basically this. What parent is saying, I really want my kid to spend more time uh, scrolling through Instagram? I really want my child to have more uh, people that he or she doesn't know trying to have an influence on. There is absolutely zero parents, I'm assuming, that would say that out loud. So then why, if, there, if this brainwashed nonsense of stranger danger, oh, don't do this and don't take candy and look out for this and the guy at the park. And you'll actually have the government come in, cops will come in, and arrest parents because they let the kid walk a half a mile from school to home. And then the parents are brought in, and they're charged with neglect because of stranger danger. But here, the parent is allowing the kid to have a phone in their hand that basically opens up the most disgusting parts of society and civilization to their kid. There is a way, there's got to be a way to stop an 18-year-old from getting on social media.
2: They've just, I I can't remember which states, but a couple of them outlawed pornography for anybody that's under 18. Utah has that. Yeah, so you have to go in and you have to do an age verification thing with your ID. You have to submit it. So it's, it's... Easily accomplished if that was the course, the the country, or or whoever. Right. Wanted the well,
0: here's the thing: we we don't want the kids to have alcohol. We don't want them to smoke. We don't and and we don't want them to you know go into a, a strip joint or something. So we have all these laws in place. It's not that difficult to if people really wanted to do it to stop their kid from having access to this to social media. So the rule right now is Meta and the rest can't advertise to anybody 13 or younger or 12 and younger they big deal they'll wait they'll wait till you turn a little older and then they'll make a hundred billion dollars a year off you they don't want to lose that revenue source but by time you're 18 then they can go after you but in the meantime you could with social media and with responsible parents and with you know this whole push stranger danger danger stuff you could get it into the culture and just stop kids from having and it wouldn't take that many because a few parents If you had 100 parents and all these kids are connected somehow socially through schools and stuff, if you had a number of parents that said, oh, no, we don't give our kids a phone, Uh, then I don't either. Well, we don't either. Well, then we don't either. And then who knows? Maybe these kids would go outside. Maybe they would have friends. Maybe they would actually communicate one-on-one using a thing called eye contact. Don't we all agree that that's probably a better life for your kid than sitting in their room for eight hours and scrolling through crap? I don't think anybody would possibly think that the alternative, which would be to be outside or to be actively engaged or involved in community or actually having real relationships, no one is going to argue that the social media world is better for the mentality and the physicality of a child compared to the alternative. No one can make that argument. And we're right. just, what, too, oh, we just can't possibly imagine not having my kid have a phone.
3: But yeah, that, it. that's it you can't you can't legislate good parenting you can legislate things like abusive parenting but good parenting where people would actually take the time and the effort to check out these things there's no reason why parents now can't do that there's no reason why parents can't put their foot down and say no you're not going to do that or give me your phone when you walk in the house parents already have the freedom to control what their children look at and see to some degree. They're not there, gonna there are be apps, able
0: to- Right, there are apps, so the parent's paying the bill, right? So the kid wants to go buy an app, put it on the phone. As soon as the kid tries to go buy the app, the parent is immediately notified that the kid is buying that thing. The technology, which is a little cumbersome right now, if they really wanted to do it, they could easily put it in place. But society has to make a change. Society has to realize, this is not healthy. This is not-. and the parents have to step up and stop using the phone as a babysitter. And when you take your kids out to dinner, Don't give them an iPad. Don't sit there with an iPad and your kid, your kid's got a headset on and you're talking, you're getting a break from your kids. You know what? You decided to have them, you should raise them. Because allowing the computer to raise them or allowing the iPad to raise them or allowing social media to raise them, you're really doing the rest of us a great disservice because you are making a moron.
3: I, I just think parents need to a be a fat, lazy account-
0: moron. They can't <laughs> think have for to be accountable for
3: this <laughs> Who? that we keep. We, but, but I think parents need to be more accountable for these things. I mean, they they have the the ability. They have the control. They can do lots of things to prevent these things from happening. They want corporations and government to do it for them. And I think they can go a long way by stopping some of this over usage. Wow.
0: And now the news. The top headline comes from John Curley and Sherry Alick. There you go, Sherry. Don't forget the Know It All quiz is going to be happening today. 5 30, somebody's going to be able to get on the radio to be able to answer four questions that I still have to write. Win themselves a whole box of cookies from Teeny Tiny, who's back. Sherry, she wrote a letter. Oh, oh, she the wrote, cookies. there you go, Teeny. She had, she had a bad day yesterday. She wrote a letter to jo- Joseph, myself, and Andrew. Apologizing for her behavior yesterday, she won't Your said mama. it won't happen again. So
3: w- w- wait a minute. I didn't get included in the letter? So
0: Matt Markovich stops by. Matt is the guy that well, he's got walk-on music, gotta play that for him, Because he <laughs> loves the surf. <laughs> they always say that you shouldn't watch him make sausage or laws, right? <laughs> that's right. It's very messy. I've got laws about sausage. By the way, that's that's a double entendre that's coming in later on. You like that? Huh? See what I did there? Yeah, he wasn't even listening. All right, Sherry, are you still upset about this? Okay, let's do this. Um, in what order you want to take these, Matt?
4: Well, why don't we go for
0: the lewd stuff first? Yeah, lewd good first. Here we yeah. go. Sherry, get ready.
2: Okay.
4: So, the governor actually responded today to all these complaints about uh, what was going on in Capitol Hill this weekend when the LCB, the Liquor Cannabis Board, agents went in and said that there was lewd conduct behavior going on and the the bar owners and the patrons says, hey, you're unfairly targeting us. Mm -hmm. Well, I asked the governor's office about this letter that he received yesterday from the LCB, which basically said, starting right now, the LCB is suspending all... Lewd compliance action in bars going forward until they fix the law. Okay. Uh, and then the governor, I asked the governor's office about that and he says, I think it's reasonable and appropriate. So, and essentially, by suspending the lewd conduct behavior enforcement, yeah. bars, strictly bars where there's still alcohol, you can kind of get naked in a bar right now. Wait, but, hold
0: it, you have to be specific. Uh, specific. It could kind of get naked or you can get naked?
4: Well, there's nothing if, if you know, there's there's food service issues, right? you yeah. got to wear a hairnet, but there's nothing about requiring we have to wear it down below the hairnet.
0: So uh, why do they have to fix the law first? There's a problem in there? They don't like something needed to no, be adjusted all of a sudden, or something? Well, what happened is there was all these complaints,
4: and then the LCB uh, Liquor Cannabis Board led by David Postman, a former Inslee employee, he was the chief of staff, uh, um, and uh, chief of staff. So they basically sent this letter to the governor saying they're suspending us. And and they're going to work on some new rulemaking okay. really quickly and hopefully have that in place by February 14th. So right now there's a gap yeah. uh, of, of the lewd laws regarding uh, where you buy beer and wine in a bar. You know, it has to be an alcoholic uh, place that sells alcohol. And there's, so you can, there's specific things. I think I left the lewd law
0: with yes, you. Yes, it's yeah. right here. I have the lewd law right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, what you can wear <laughs> and planning not wear. what to wear this weekend.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know there's, as you see, John, there's uh, really specific things about what you can be showing in a bar. Uh, and not showing in a bar, and a lot of it's around so the it, genitalia. It looks like
0: I could, be to- I could be totally nude. So for one week, as they adjust this thing, it's like if they close down the road. Let's say they're a bunch of potholes. So the road's going to be closed because you don't want anybody to drive down the road. But in this case, they have... They have uh, closed the road, haven't stopped anybody. There's actually, for two weeks, it looks like, yeah. you could do just about anything you want because they have suspended everything. En- the
4: the su- enforcement of the lewd laws in bars. Now, that, you know, strip joints are a little bit different. Right. You know, they don't serve beer and wine in a strip joint. It's just a $12 Coke. Uh, the- <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Glad you know that.
0: Everybody knows that around here, Sherry. Oh, okay. Although Mickey didn't know, she's like, I don't get it. What do you mean? You, there's no alcohol? Like, she's like, Why do people go? And that's one of the reasons
4: why they uh, they're having pro- That's one of the reasons why they're ha- they've have all these. They've tried several years to get alcohol in strip joints. One of the hang-ups is the lewd law uh-huh. relating to where you sell beer and wine. Yeah. So this is all cascading down now. Now, so all of a sudden, after the. Uh, the bars up in the Capitol Hill complain about this, and uh, the LCB really quickly, within 48 hours, said, we're spending this, we're going to start writing some re- re- uh, new rules, and hopefully by the 14th, we're going to have a new lewd law rule and send it to the legislature while they're still in session.
0: I'll make a wild prediction, which is the basic grist of talk radio. Often, one bar will report another bar. That's how often they get tipped off. It's not normally a customer. Customers are in the bar. They like the bar and stuff. It's another bar that's down the street, across the street, that sees stuff going on and calls on their competitor right. to, you know, call out the bad guys to come in there and fine him or, you know, give them a hard time. And
4: that's what happened in this situation. There were four LGBTQ plus bars, mm-hmm. and they all had complaints against them, and they were responding to complaints.
0: Oh. That's but what... Don't- I, oh, it's, I asked Andrew for sexy bar music until
2: he has not been in a bar <laughs> I know. in a long time. Yeah, I've never been in
3: a bar. Never been in a bar. Okay. Like a piano music. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's not happening, happening in that bar.
2: strip club ambience because I'm worried the music's going to not be clean.
0: Oh, I so, see. Yeah. Okay, oh, fine. All right. So,
3: fire. Matt, wouldn't other laws that are already on the books take precedent? I mean, so you can't really walk around naked. You can't really but walk you can. around can. That's le- the thing. Well, That's so, you, know, sure, yeah. you can, Sherry. You
4: can. You know, it's, it's The way it is right now, you've heard of no shirt, no service. Yes. Somebody emailed me, no skirt, get service. Oh, good. Wow. <laughs> good. Ooh, Ooh, boy, weird. that was wow. clever. Uh, anyway, so but mad. but the bar owners, the owners have a prerogative of what they want to allow in their particular establishments, private property. Um, you can't just obviously have sex in front of everybody. That's a different law. Hmm. The, the, the only thing that's really kind of weird about this is that in order to have sort of Uh, beer and wine, alcohol, you have to have a food permit Mm -hmm. in the state of Washington. Okay. And so you have the food permit reasons why you may not want to be naked around cooking food, but that doesn't say anything about the people who are at your bar Buying the food.
2: Well, and part of the reason that a lot of the patrons were complaining is because you can walk around naked in Seattle anywhere you want. But the second you walk into a bar, yeah, that's you're the breaking whole, the law. Yeah, yeah. That's because there's, there's
0: alcohol involved. Right,
2: exactly. Oh, yeah. right. Did
4: you hear that, John, last time well, we played that? It was a great soundbite. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay, well, let me hold on. Talk, okay. talk, 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 talk. That's
0: good news to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, just play a bunch. Of, here's Popeye. Here he says. Next, another interesting <laughs>
3: story that's in the news. Yeah. All right, here we go.
2: You can go to the solstice parade and see individuals riding nude on their bicycles. If they stopped that bicycle and tried to go into one of our establishments, boom, it would be a lewd conduct violation. And there's something seriously wrong with that.
4: Yes. And that's Jim Vollendorf. He's a board member with the LCB. Who said that?
0: So for two weeks now, I'm sure someone will take advantage of this once word gets out that you can do this. So maybe the next two weeks, people are just as nude as they want to be inside these bars. Just as a way of sort of protesting or something. Maybe. Like that. Yeah, uh, fine. But, yes, Sherry seems does, does really interested I, in no, this story.
3: No, I went to a nude bar one time in uh, Key West. Oh. I was clothed. But it was gross, and um, I just was wondering, can't the owners of the, the establishment set these rules as well? well? If they have standards that say, I don't want you in here because you may upset other customers, can't they kick these people out regardless of the, the law?
4: Well, yes, they can. That's a prerogative. But I also want to ask you, Sherry, you know, Key West, you paint yourself up, you're nude, but then they put body paint on you, and that's how you get around in Key West. So, I was: Did you do that? <laughs> no, I said no.
3: Huh. no. Thank you for asking, though. Uh, no, I didn't. I uh, yeah. I was just I was just there. A little bit of curiosity, but didn't last long. Yeah. And then I no uh, body paint. Huh? Okay. No, thank you.
0: Thank you. And you have some of the paint colors that you like using, Matt. Is that why you were um, going to bring that up? Uh, my well, okay, leave my, that. my solstice paint. <laughs> Markovic doing the difficult work for all of us. He's going to go into a nude bar in the next two weeks and (laughs) bring back some fascinating stories. Thank you, Matt. Wow. (laughs) Turn that button a little too loud at that point. All right. Sherry, I know you might be looking for a new career.
3: That's true.
0: This is the uh snake catching business in Australia. It's the uh it's uh, they're thirsting for some new blood. Is it though yeah, every year, don't. they? Well, remember we did the story in Florida that they do a contest for the people that can catch the biggest snakes and then you win awards or they give you money or something like that. These people go out and look for these gigantic cobras whatever uh, else it's out there.
2: Non-native pythons. Right, non-native pythons. Yeah.
0: And some guy catches like a 30-footer and you know, he's very excited and I think he's the
3: teeth have fallen out. This is a little bit bit different. Oh, this is different? Oh, good. Yeah, this is a snake catcher like you would find uh, an exterminator. So this guy goes to people's homes when they announce that they've got a troublesome snake. Uh So he says, if you call me, and if there's a snake in your daughter's room, I'm not going to say no to you. The problem is, he hasn't been able to retire. He's been doing this for a number of years, mm. but there's nobody in the pipeline to want to take his place. Oh, I hope it's, he it's... has a
0: thick Australian accent.
2: You want to see snakes?
0: We've got him. Snakes. <laughs> snakes? Sh- snakes? See snakes? We've got him. What's he got, Sherry?
3: Snakes. Hey snakes?
2: We've got Snakes! It's
3: snake season on Wild.
2: My mates get bit by a venomous snake. you on this side, mate, over here. Yeah, guys, make sure you stay back. Got
0: get, the get oh him, get him, he's gonna go down the gap.
2: Uh, this works well on
3: radio. G'day, I'm Mick Bender. I'm Adelphi Sailor.
2: I'm Olivia Dean. I'm Stuart McKenzie. Catch all snake snakebangers at these times only on National Geographic Wild.
0: Ah! Doesn't have enough people that are following in the footsteps of the guy, so he needs more people to be snake handlers.
3: He he does, and they found a guy who wants to do this for the next 35 years. He worked at a prison, mm. and he saw a snake catcher come in and deal with a the snake they had at the prison. He was intrigued by it. He always liked reptiles, so now he decided he'd start his own business um, and just— Get rid of snakes in people's homes. He got rid of one in a refrigerator.
0: I know someone that they could hire right away. I saw this either on Instagram or whatever. The girl goes out and hears, uh, she looks in the uh, bushes. Have you seen the video? And she's a young girl. I think she's like 12 or 13 years old. And she sees this giant snake that's in the bushes next to the house. The snake has consumed her guinea pig. But the guinea pig is not dead. Uh,
2: (laughs) Okay, she was Sherry.
0: You did say consumed. That pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's inside the snake. It's got it. No, it's
2: just in the oh. jaws. No. Why watched the, I video. With the jaws? In the it's video? in the
0: snake. So the head is there. You can see the big indent of where the. Okay, look at it.
2: I why wa- You sent it to me. I she grabs
0: that. the tail, Sherry, of the snake. Are you okay with that so far? The yeah. guinea pig, her beloved guinea pig, is inside the snake, and she starts just whipping the snake around in a circle. She's, like, doing donuts in the backyard, swinging the snake around. The, the centrifugal force of the snake will eventually release the guinea pig. The guinea pig goes, whoosh, flies out of the snake's mouth and goes up into the bushes, and then she whoosh, throws the snake away and run, runs over and gets her guinea pig, and the guinea pig is alive.
3: All right? Oh, Good. Good.
2: <laughs> All right. That's a happy Sheep, ending. <laughs> that
0: you know was it? the saddest snake hitting that.
2: That's, hitting a, down a, that's the wall. a better story than the real video. And it's closed. Wait a minute. What did I get wrong? <laughs> well, the snake was not inside the belly. It was just in its jaws. So it had you can see the guinea pig sticking out. This is the, the big white fluffy thing. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. I thought
0: it was inside the snake No, more. it's not.
2: And then she she whips it around. It doesn't quite let go, but the dad comes out and gets it like grabs it by the neck and gets it to let go and then he throws it over the fence.
0: Okay. And the and the guinea But again guinea for sherry's yes. sake, the Absolutely. guinea pig is still okay.
2: And and happier than ever.
0: Yeah, got it. Wait,
3: wait 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 wait. You, you're you're not telling the truth, the guinea pig. <laughs> no, we is are. The guinea pig, pig is fine. Something else happened. <laughs> no, in no,
0: no, no, no. I promise you, the guinea no, pig's fine. Guinea pig, how about worrying about the snake? Why doesn't the snake get any love? Because he's not yeah. all fuzzy and he doesn't have I big eyes. I don't and-
3: I don't remember if it was in a biology class or it was something, and we watched a snake eat a mouse, and you could see the outline of the mouse like <laughs> in his back or something, and uh, just horrified.
2: Well, they both lived in this case.
0: Yes. Okay. What if you found out some endearing characteristics about a snake that would make you more sympathetic to the snake? Like, what if the snake um, likes to, I don't know, can can memorize faces and feels a special love for people or, um, you know, is really good to its little snake babies? Something something that would allow you to go, oh, snakes aren't so bad. But right now, you just, no way to a snake. Nothing, no love for the snake.
3: I don't know about that. I, it's just they're creepy and I don't understand them. And They've I, been I,
0: demonized no.
2: since the Old Testament.
0: How about guys that are lonely and walk around in really long trench coats with snakes wrapped around their necks and around Green Lake and stuff to try to get attention from people? <laughs> <laughs> the, that, there's that guy yeah. who's also invented his own type of karate. Sure. There's him and then there's the other person walking around with like a ferret or something else oh, with yes. a really long <laughs> beard that knows a whole bunch of Star Wars <laughs> or, episodes. Or,
3: or the guy that wants to be a captain or a... Pirate, and he's got a bird on his shoulder. Oh, the bird guy. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: (laughs) I refused it. Like, when we used to shoot the show, Evening Magazine, around Green, like, we'd see the guy going around with the snake. We're like, let's go talk. I said, no, nope. That's exactly (laughs) what he wants. He wants me to be like, so, what's the deal? Well, this particular type of snake. Oh, he's like, no, (laughs) no, no. Don't give it to him. You get the really long coat, you know? Wait,
3: I. I thought you were afraid of snakes.
0: No, not at all. Love them. I got one on me right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what that was.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure, really? Come on. We're, <laughs> you know, a little class.
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean,
0: I... Sure, I do. I, I, I teach, I, I give her a little something, and then I
3: then I whack, whack her. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I sure. you, yeah. yeah you, She That's takes the clever. bait. Clever. They do it over and over again.